Good morning, afternoon, night, whenever the fuck you listen to us. This is Drunk Discussions, and I'm Paul. We have Connery and Colin here today as our special guest again. We have a hell of a lineup and things that we're going to be talking over today, but to start everything off, I have to break some news, guys. I'm not drinking bourbon today. Oh, I wow. I know, I switched it up. Go on half, half a bottle of vodka left? Yeah, half a bottle of American vodka. piece of shit. No, I'm <laughs> Hey, it is actually American. Says American. American vodka. You and know it's why? Amazing. Nothing. You know why that's so popular right now? Why? Because they they dropped all the Kimchakta off. They got rid of it. And nothing. Nothing. Nothing says America like shitty K. <laughs> oh, was that an Indiana fucking shit vodka? There's a bunch of it? shit vodka. It just comes in a a big plastic gallon, and you yeah. know. You just okay. already know. But this, potato this sir, is quality glass American vodka. You know, like, it's just amazing. It's great. Mixes with everything. But what are you guys drinking on today? Um, so I've got a fun concoction. Um, I have been pre-gaming. So this half a gallon right here is a mixture of emergency uh, vodka and energy drink mixtures. Uh, just a little flavor and water. Um, so that I get that little awful. shake. It's good to go, and I got Bud Lights to chase it with. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great chaser. It's going to dry <laughs> scoop a pre-workout, knock back about seven shots. Call it a day. Basically <laughs> is what that is. Uh, it's probably way. In this half gallon, it's probably about five shots. It's nothing crazy. It's just flavor. Oh, my. Well, I'm just surprised. I, I thought you guys were going to be more excited that I got away from the bourbon today, but it's okay. I'm mixing it up. I got some cranberry juice, some Sprat. It tastes great. It's ready to rock and roll today. What are you drinking, grand girl? <laughs> and I, I mean, honestly, I just didn't have anything, and I, I'm, I'm probably reluctant to say this, and kind of disappointed with myself. I door dashed fucking like a sprite and a cranberry juice to my house. <laughs> I didn't even want to leave. I was like, "Fuck it." That's just Dude, sheer laziness. It, it is. three minutes from you. It's not even. It's right around the corner. I just didn't want to go. Oh, I'm accounting for you getting off your ass, walking up the stairs, getting in your car and driving over there and then coming back. That's three minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck. Uh, what are you drinking on, Colin? I am uh, keeping it sober today. I am uh, getting hydrated for the festivities later tonight. So we just have some not sponsored body armor. Oh, very nice. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Good old dead body <laughs> water. I would love if we got a sponsor from an alcohol company. If they were just like, hey, we'll give you all the alcohol you want. I'd be like, send it. Send it this can, way. I don't think you can promote alcohol. I don't think you can either. I don't think you can either, but it is what it is. Well, doesn't uh, Dr. Disrespect have his own vodka line? Yeah, I think you can promote it on Twitch. He promotes yeah. it on every other form of social media. Twitch will not allow it. That makes sense. Damn it, Twitch having to mess it all up. No, you're YouTube's not, you're not, even, you're not allowed though. to drink on stream. You can you can be drunk, I guess, but you can't even drink on stream. Well, we're definitely breaking that rule right now. We've broken that fifty-two times. Yeah, <laughs> many a times. Well, uh, oh well. Maybe you can. I don't know. Shit happens. It's all right. Um, With so that, we're gonna get into everything. We have an awesome lineup today, so we're just gonna go ahead and jump into it. Roll that intro. What okay, happened was. We, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Well, we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here 
Where's Gerald? Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You can tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. We are back. Guys, thank you so much for joining Drunk Discussions podcast. Uh, Paul, Colin, question for you guys. Have you ever had a dream? Everyone has Well, I guess that's not true. Majority of people have dreams, Connery, so yes. What about you, Colin? Have you had a dream? Colin froze. I think he crashed. <laughs> Oh well. Anyway, perfect timing right after the intro. After the intro, right crash the hard. Intro. Oh, but uh, yeah, I've had a dream uh, many a times. Uh, I've had some crazy nightmares. Uh, some one dreams that you just don't want to end or that get abruptly awoken from, and you're like, "Son of a bitch!" I, oh. oh, there he is. He's, he's alive. Back. Anyways, um, so yeah, dreams, nightmares. You've had nightmares though, right? Everyone's basically oh, yeah. had a nightmare. Animals have nightmares, right? Right. I think he's I think he's buggered off. I don't know what's going on. Oh well, he'll figure it out. Um anyways, the reason why I'm asking is there's a lot of differences between dreams. There's differences between nightmares. They're not technically the same. One's more or less a storyline. So uh dreams are understood to be the most like recent audio uh biographical uh biographical, I don't know, episodes that become woven with past memories to create a new memory that can be referenced later. Nightmares are kind of like dreams, but they cause an unpleasant emotional response. Uh, typically, they may be hard to wake up from. Uh, right. You know, a lot of people, they'll wake up from an extreme dream, uh, their heart rate's up. Uh, they had a physical reaction to it. Now, some people have had good dreams, and they also has a, have a physical reaction to it. We call the them sheet, sheet sneezes. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, or they piss themselves, you know? Moving had, wood. Yeah. Um, speaking of morning, most dreams are actually in the morning. Uh, the longer dreams occur in the morning hours, but, uh, usually the sweet spot is in your REM sleep. So, uh, your REM cycle. Yep. Most vivid dreams happen during rapid eye movement, which is short episodes throughout the night, about 90 to 120 minutes apart, but longer dreams occur in the morning hours for some reason. So why is it that it's like you're towards the end or about to be w- woken up, you know, and that you, you dream the heaviest and most vivid before you wake up. That's um, my question. So I would imagine it's based off of like a lunar cycle. So I would imagine also people that are like retired or they don't really have anything going on throughout the week, stress, you know, um, f- physical strenuous activities throughout the week. Um, they uh, don't have, you know, what's the best way of putting it? they're able to focus on their dreams, right? So people that aren't working throughout the week, they have more time for sleep. They, they Not many stressors are going on and they dream more. Um, but for morning hours, I think it's just because your body's finally gotten rested. And now that your body is not focused on recovering, it's able to actually focus on having a deep sleep. So um, my thing is, is right. Like when we were younger, uh, as I hit my mic, we were younger, parents would be like, oh, don't, don't eat too much candy before bed or drink this because, you know, it'll you'll either a knowing your ass, you'll shit or piss your bed or B, you'll have like vivid dreams. Have you ever had something where you've eaten it or, you know, you, you've just got fucked up the night before drinking and then all of a sudden you're just like, I had the most vivid, wild dream of my life. So not really the most 
so when I've been fucked up the most, I actually don't remember dreaming if I've even dreamed at all. Um, so if I go to bl bed plastered, no dreams. Even if I have like a glass of wine, I've noticed the most heaviest dreams that I've had are when I'm typically put under when I took like a melatonin or a Benadryl. Those are some right. of the most vivid dreams I've had. See, um, yeah, mine's mine's drinking. Like, oh, I've had some nights where I woke up the next morning. I'm like, what did I just? Was that part of the night, or was that completely fabricated? Yeah, I mean, have you had reoccurring dreams? Um, so I've had a nightmare, one nightmare ever that was a, uh, a reoccurring nightmare, and I mean, I guess it's funny and it's stupid. I could tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. So I was laying in bed, right? And imagine like looking at yourself laying in bed. And for some reason, all of this dream was like a third person. Don't fucking know why. But I remember opening the door or not me, but I'm laying in bed and the door opens and my mom's standing there. I was like, um, yeah. And she's like, we have to leave. And I was like, why? She's like, they're here. And now for some reason, I just knew what that was. I don't know what they were. But I get up and we're going downstairs and I look outside and there's a bunch of turkeys outside. I'm like, why is there a bunch of turkeys? And she says, they're here to get us. And I was like, what the fuck? And I had no correlation of what was going on. But all of a sudden, some turkeys broke in through the downstairs glass and they bit my dog. My dog then turned into a turkey. So I was like, they're vampire turkeys. Next thing I know, I'm running around trying to find my gun and grab stuff and, you know, running upstairs. And they're biting my family members. My, my brother and my dad and my mother were all turned into vampire turkeys. I remember jumping out of my window for some reason into the pool. And I'm running like, you know, and you try to run through water and you can't. Like, you're just chucking it. But it jump out of the pool and I'm booking it and I'm getting chased by hundreds of vampire turkeys. And I get to the woods and I'm like at a crossroad where there's like river and I can't jump over and I turn around and I see all these turkeys. And I was like, I, I just like was thinking like it's a movie. I was like half trying to try to say a badass line and I just couldn't get anything out. So I just started firing and that's how I woke up. Just so you, boom, didn't, boom. you didn't get bit by the bird or anything? No, like I didn't get bit by the bird, but everyone else did. So uh, there is there's detailed meaning of birds attacking in your dreams. Um, there's like interpretations of different types of dreams. Like we talked I've seen about, that. yeah, we've talked to earlier. Um, Colin actually wanted to bring it up, which I wish he was able to get back in. I wonder what happened. Um, I don't know. He he was like, "What's it mean if your teeth fall out in a dream?" And I really wish he elaborated elaborated on that because I did have stuff about it. Of one of which is. Um, Fear of the male genitalia is the interpretation of your teeth falling out. So I was like, Colin. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, it's How? according according to Freud, it's a Freudian thing. The dream represents sexual repression. Teeth falling out in a dream is considered a symbol of castration and fear regarding the male genitalia. See, you know, it's funny that you say that. Have you ever had a dream, like a, a scary dream where you were being chased? Not not of being chased. I've had a scary dream of, uh, and it was during the like the early days, right when The Walking Dead came out. I had a lot of zombie dreams back in the day. Um, not nobody like significant to me turned um, into a zombie. It was more or less just. Oh, so you didn't like straight up Carl someone? No, 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 no. I didn't. Um, 
Well, I, yeah. I say that because, like, I was looking up some stuff, too, and there's some meanings about being attacked or slash attacked by a dog. And it's usually the dog is, like, human's best friend. And it, its appearance in a dream often reflects the role as a faithful or loving partner in a walking life. So you usually give unconditional love to your lover, hoping that they will return the equal amount of love to you. However, you're disappointed and feel that the love isn't the same. And that's like it's running. You're, you're running away. And I was like, I guess. I don't know how I would correlate that to getting attacked by vampire turkeys. I think I just was off the sauce a little hard, but whatever. Um. Uh, I want to go back to your bird thing, right? Yeah. So you had hundreds or thousands of birds in the dream, right? I mean, they were like, I mean, I wouldn't say hundreds of thousands, but there was a lot chasing after me. Hundreds. Now, was, were you, was this before or after you moved? I've, what do you mean? Like, at my, to back to my old house of growing up, my parents' homestead? Yeah. I, so it's no, a this was years ago, before I even moved out, I had this, this dream. Uh, and I've had it more than once. So it's apparently a dream uh, that you'll soon be changing where you live. It could either be temporary or permanent move. So who knows if you're outside, uh, if you're outside in the dream and a bird attacks you, then this represents personal danger to clear a foundation of how you're going to approach future worries and problems. If multiple birds are pecking you in a dream, this is suggesting that family arguments and disgrace will encounter your life in the near future. I mean, uh, potentially on that one. Yeah, I, I don't but, think I mean, that's back to you. Everybody's much. had weird dreams, but the one that always gets me is the like the sleep paralysis. I didn't think that was a thing until I've experienced it myself. Um, where I think it was my brother and my mom came into the room. I was just taking a nap after school, and I crashed, like just laid down and was out. But then I remember them opening the door, and I like opened my eyes, but I couldn't physically move my body. But my eyes were under the pillow, like I could just see them walking by. And they were like talking about dinner or something. And I just could not physically move my body. And I was like, what the hell am I in? And then I, someone was like, oh, you had sleep paralysis. Yo, that shit is terrifying. To have that at a moment of like peril or, you know, trauma, I couldn't. No, no, I couldn't. Couldn't do it. So Lauren's had a few, few nights of sleep paralysis, even when she's in bed with me. And usually she ends up getting over it and wakes up and then wakes me up. And says, I've been trying to call your name, but nothing's come out for the past five hours. Imagine being stuck in one spot, unable to move. I was going to say, because like, I could not physically speak when I was in that like state. Like I was looking helpless. I was feeling helpless. I was not looking helpless. I was feeling helpless. And like, I'd want to shout. And I feel like all I could get was like a little groan. Just like, like I'm trying to take a shit. Like, I don't know. I've never had a nightmare or sleep paralysis where it's really impacted me. Like I've gone, I've never had a dream that's significantly impacted my life, right? Something that right. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I should stop, you know, pushing shopping carts into kids at the supermarket, you know? I've never had a dream like that. <laughs> but I'll that say it. Stop you regardless. <laughs> Even you've had a child and you're still going to do shit like that. If the kid's walking in front of you, yeah, fucking hit their heels. Oh, what is it? Payback? Because you know they've hit their mom's heels at one or two times too. Well, I shouldn't say like if you're both walking down the same aisle. It's more or less like if they cut in front of you or they run away from their parent, and you're like, oh, it's sort of like a police chase. You want to help the police officer, right? Catch the bad guy. So you just you know knock the kid over. Whoops. Um, so so I guess there Colin, is... Colin's not coming back. His shit crashed and broke. So he said another time. Uh, so it's me and you, brother. 
All right, all of the dreams. Good versus evil. Um, low stress means happy dreams. Uh, typically, faces are familiar in your dreams, but it's never like the actual representation of the face for the most part. Um, our day usually informs our dreams, which means our dreams are linked to thoughts or events from the previous day or two. I have had this reoccurring dream where I, the harder, and it sounds fucking goofy, the harder I move my legs and arms, I can like fly. So basically fly. Yeah, I basically I'm flying. Like I go to, it, it always has to be an open field in the dreams. But once I get going, I'm basically working with currents in the wind and changing of the wind direction and then i'm able to put my body in you know that direction and fly and i've i've basically done that across the united states really that's a pretty vivid dream just to be able to like fly wherever and whenever i mean that'd be kind of cool actually meanwhile i'm over here battling for my life from turkeys i i haven't had a good dream though that i've remembered in probably the past five six years then you haven't had a good dream, man. I've, I've had ones where I was like, I woke up, I'm like, oh, that had to end. Fuck. Ooh, you want to talk about sex dreams? That's what it is. I mean, those are the best. Like, towards the morning, that's, every, every woman's like, why do you always wake up with a boner? It's like, because nine times out of ten, that vivid dream when you're, waiting, when you're waking up is one you did not want to end. You, you wanted to stay in that dream as long as possible. Do you get pee boners? Ooh, sorry. Ex- excuse me? Yeah, I know. Um, excuse me, bitch. Uh, do you get pee boners? <laughs> like, if you really have to pee, you get a boner? <laughs> yeah, and, you, and you're sitting there just trying your damnedest. Oh, you're, it's the worst. You're planking over the toilet just to fucking <laughs> go pee. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely had I've had a lot of those. You uh, but usually, you don't remember them ever? I've had a few dreams. You know, your I fucking remember. favorite porn star, you know, you never had Anna, whatever her check itch bitch like you know, I doing can't, your thing i can't say i've actually had a dream about her like porn stars don't show up in the dreams um good that's a good thing that's you should, you should be happy about that connery yeah um, you had me scared there a minute <laughs> oh here you go morningwood has nothing to do with sexy dreams or stimulation nocturnal oh, penile shit it's called nocturnal penile tumescence causes men to have three to five erections every night some lasting 30 minutes Paul, that's more than you even last in bed. That's crazy. You're so full of shit, bub. <laughs> uh, women can have wet dreams. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, women, men and women probably both have, you know, arousing dreams, and it for sure works that way. goes women, both ways with that. Women can release a I know it's crazy, Connor, but women are people, too. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not misogynistic, you dick, okay? I know. I'm fucking with you. Uh, women can release vaginal secretions from arousal and even orgasm when having a sexual dream. Do you think, Paul, like, we'll use lawn relationships. Do you think during lawn relationships they probably have orgasm more in their sleep than they have with you? No, then you're not doing your relationship right. You're not, do- you're not doing it right if, if they have more orgasms while they sleep. Unless Is that a disease or a thing? Like, is, Can you have a thing where you have more orgasms when you sleep? Than you would when you're awake? I don't know. I mean, for the longest time, basically from the age of 10 all the way to like 15, I was definitely... Jill doesn't count. That's you doing that. No, no, no. Sheet sneezes. Sheet sneezes. The you white dream. Like... The white dragon. Yeah. I think it was right around 18. I was like, okay, I can sleep naked now. I really don't. Like, I've got a continual daily supply of like sex where I don't have to worry about 
being right. above the limit, you know, where you're like, oh, if I don't release myself tonight, you know, I mean, that's I'm gonna... why. I mean, you gotta be. I mean, you gotta masturbate. It is what it is. It's a part part of the part of life. It is, but, man. But I mean, if not, then you're gonna have fucking you know, dick sneezes all over your your sheets. Oh, uh, I've had I've had a few of those. It's always weird too. Like I've had them while I've like since I've been married. I've been married for a while now, right? And Four there's years. been nights I wake up and I'm like, hey, Lauren, we gotta change the sheets. And she's like, what happened? And be like, I came. <laughs> you see, honestly, say? knowing you, I I am fully expected to be like, I just shit the bed. <laughs> I just I shit myself, Lauren. Like we gotta <laughs> clean the bed. We've both had that though. Like, uh, well, she was pregnant. That's understandable. No, it was before that. She was sick though. Oh, okay. No, you just sneeze too hard and it's constipated shooting out. Oh god. You're not wrong. This man sends me a video over Snapchat. I, it had to have been a week or two ago of him literally shitting himself on accident. He was trying to fart in in work, just sitting there making poop fart videos, and all of a sudden shit his pants. Oh, it definitely happened just like that. I was like, I wanted to have as me- like a compilation by the time you woke up because you always wake up late, and I'm like at work four hours before you, and I'm like, I wonder how many videos of me just farting throughout the day he could open just to wake up to. And right. the last one he got was me accidentally shitting myself. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> I called him. I called you, and I I was cracking up. I was dying laughing. It happens. What can I but say? That, that, that is now. I, I hate to admit it, that is four incidences now where, where you have shit yourself and I've somehow been involved. I need, uh, I need either more or less fiber in my life. <laughs> Sounds like more. Uh, oh. So sex dreams aren't that common. Approximately 4% of men and women dreams are about sex. I wonder if that's all sex or all like all dreams or um, like they have one dream in their life that is about sex. Right. Um, I don't know if it's gonna work that way personally, but I don't know how would it, how does it work with you then? Well, I, the next one is sleep position matters when it comes to sex dreams. Uh, if you sleep face down, and I I'm a back sleeper. I always lay like I'm in a coffin. Do you snore? My arms. Um, it depends on if my head is pushed forward. If it's straight back and I'm not using a pillow, no snoring at all. Uh, but I mean, here's my thing, right? I didn't know this was really a thing, but usually when you snore, right, it's because your tongue isn't like touching the roof of your mouth and you're opening your mouth. I snore with my mouth shut. Like I snore through my nose. Does your throat hurt from that? No, I've never had a problem with it. I, I, apparently I can't even whistle. Like if it's clogged at all on one side, I'll just start whistling. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard, I've heard you sleep and you're, you yeah. snore so fucking loud. It's not even that loud. It's just a weird snore because it's through my nose, not through my mouth. Fuck off. Oh, okay. So anyways, we've said face down is when you're most likely to dream about sex. And for a guy, it definitely makes sense because you're in a thrusting position. Like, you know, you could you a little sheet rubbing, you know? Is that uh, what it is? I mean, I would imagine every time I've slept face down, I've basically woken up. I'm like, whoa, I'm I'm edging here, you know. I'm like, I'm glad I woke up now. Otherwise, I would have no, had to clean see, up. See, mine would be like on my side, like I have a pillow, and it's like, that's that's the if I'm on, I'm face down, that's when I go into like sleep paralysis and I can't fucking move. I get you a anime pillow just so I know yeah. you can just send it to me. I'll take it. I'll I'll use it and send you a video too. Be like, hey, you don't. My wife who is with me right now. <laughs> 
I take back everything I've said. I don't want to send you a pillow. Yeah, you have to now. Chat, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. Uh, this also might make you dream about other things. Sleeping face down isn't just associated more with sex dreams, but also dreams about being locked up, hand tools, being naked, being smothered what? in... Yeah, hand tools. So I'm wondering if they're talking like a power drill or like a handsaw or something. Uh, being smothered and unable to breathe as well as swimming. Uh, men dream about a variety of... Oh, men dream of sex with multiple partners two times more than women. I can believe that. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, no, that's fair. Do you think it's related to porn? I just think men in general are, on average, not... I'm just saying this is just... On average, I think that the men are generally just more horny and like, you know, f their dreams go wild. But yeah, pornography maybe helped, uh, you know, in the in way times are now, think of more options. I mean, I can't say that I've never not had that dream of, of, of a threesome. Everyone really kind of has, especially as a male. But I mean, doesn't mean you do it. Let's have a shot real quick before I bring up this one, because there's two more I want to bring up. Hmm. That's a guitar pick. Cheers. So women dream about celebrities. Women are twice as likely to have sex dreams about public figures compared to men. So when it says public figures, for some reason, my first thought was of a woman, probably an older woman named like Margaret, dreaming about George Bush. Why? Senior. Why? Why? <laughs> what? Out of all things, like, oh, I can think of your, like, Lauren was dreaming about The Rock or something, but you're like, nope, it was Margaret dreaming about George Bush. You went with the leathery old crusty bitches instead. I mean, that's where my mind went. I was thinking, do you think, how many women, like, do you think you could, all right, take a good guess of how many women have had a moist panty dream about George Bush Sr.? That's a fucking shot. Like young, like was in presidency, or nope. younger than that. Even you could even say that. now. Ooh, not a, none. I don't know none. There's no way none. I'm gonna go with no, maybe like ten in the whole United States. We're like, yeah, George Bush Senior is the one that gets me going. Really wets I, my whistle. <laughs> I like his wheelchair. <laughs> oh, didn't he die though? He died though. I'm pretty sure he died. Now I feel bad. Well, he, that's the best time to talk about somebody, Paul. Talk shit about them when they're dead, not when they're right. alive. Fine. I, I dare you to talk shit about Betty White and see how the backlash comes. <laughs> the whole chat blows up on you. I guarantee you Betty White's had a fucking dirty thought. She's definitely had a, 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 a creamy panty session over George Bush Sr. Oh, stop it. No, I, this is shit I don't want to hear. And neither do <laughs> <Anyways>. our listeners. <laughs> Sleep sex is real, though. Did you know that? It's called sexomia. It's a sleep disorder, much like sleepwalking, except uh, of walking, of course. A person engages in sexual behavior like masturbation or intercourse while they sleep. Have you ever fucked somebody while you're sleeping, Paul? Not willingly. <laughs> I was raped, no. <laughs> um, no, I've never, I've never, uh, never done that. I mean, I guess I was really sick one time, and I had a girlfriend over... And like, I was just out of it. Like I had like a fever out 103 and she was wanting it bad. And I was like, I am no in no condition. Like I might shit if you jump on top of me kind of thing. And she's like, don't worry, I'll do everything. And she just went away, went ahead and did it. And I just laid back and you fall asleep. tried. Yeah. I didn't say I fall asleep, but I was definitely zoned out. I was not there. Oh, we've all kind of had a zone out sex, but anyways, um, no, I'm wondering like if any of our listeners has a partner. 
like you would have to go into it knowing, right? right. If you're on a blind date and there, and she's like, "Hey, come back to my place," would you let her know? Be like, "Hey, by the way, there's a good chance that I may like sleep fuck you." Uh, I mean, I feel like that should be something that's said. Yeah, yeah. if you have that condition, like you be like, "Hey, you should probably not spend the night because you're not used to this yet, or me, or whatever it be." I mean, that I, if I was a partner to that, I'd like to know. I wouldn't want to just be all of a sudden like just jumped on top of and rode like a mule. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Oh, apparently 8% of the population suffers from sleep paralysis. See, I told you. I mean, I've had it. It's scary. I don't have it all the time, but I've had situations where I'm just like, I can't fucking move. And like, I could hear. And in some cases have like one eye open pe- peeping through like the pillow or whatever and I can see, but I can't do anything about it. But it's oh, always I... when I'm on my stomach. I have had a George Bush dream. What the fuck? It was uh, when everything he was... <laughs> George Bush was in your dream. It was George Bush and there was another guy. I can't remember who it was, but I'm I'm a hundred percent certain it was George Bush. And I told and my Dick mom Cheney. about this dream. No. Um I've told my mom about this dream. It was when I had a fever and then I took Tylenol to bring down the fever before bed, but it didn't work. And I guess I had a night terror. And a night terror is your body could be sleepwalking, you could be freaking out, but you remember it. And I had, for some reason, it was the most terrifying thing to me, that night terror. I was sitting at the top of the stairs and everything felt like it was in slow motion. And then all of a sudden I turned around and George Bush was painting the walls. Senior or junior? Junior. (laughs) He was painting the walls. I can see it now. You just turn, he's like, I don't know who this Katrina is, but we're going to find her and put her to justice. (laughs) You're like, you're like 12. Like what the fuck? Mr. Bush, what are you doing here? It's fine. I'm dodging all the shoes that are being thrown at me. But, uh, I have also had another night terror where I threw my little sister. I I had our strength. You know what I'm saying? Because Uh I was, I was asleep. I don't, I don't, I didn't have control over my body. I know that, but I yeeted my sister across the, the living room. Like I picked her up and, and threw her. That's fair. It's like when you're getting tickled and you warn someone and then it's just, they keep going. So you just unleash holy hellfire. Like it is what it is. I warned you like a foot's coming across your cheek. If you keep on tickling me, it's, it's how it's going to go. Oh yeah, here it is. Night terrors can be frightening. Night terrors are episodes of intense fear, screaming, and even running around or acting aggressive while asleep. That makes sense. Oh, shit. Children, yeah. children almost 40% of children have night terrors, though most outgrow them by their teens. Yeah, I haven't had one since I was so, probably about 10. I do remember this one time. My mom, I bet you could ask her and she'll remember it exactly. But I remember I was laying in bed, and this is at our old house, like duplex in Worthington. Uh, my brother was like still a baby. And I remember I was laying there, and I saw this like, I was early in the morning, I woke up and I saw this hairy like, hand come reaching down to open up the window and i just screamed and ran to the other room and i went and jumped up on their bed and they had a water bed at the time and i just jumped up on their bed under their water bed and i was screaming they're like what what and i explained it to them and i remember my dad having to get up and walk me into my room and be like there's nothing there buddy and then now thinking about it i was like both my parents were naked why the fuck was that and i'm like oh i definitely jumped in and ruined something in the morning when i was like three years old so sorry, mom. Um, yeah. Have you? 
What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you never had that moment where you're like, dude, you look back on it, you're like, man, my parents were totally fucking, and I just interrupted them. You look back as when you were a kid. I don't. I I've blocked all those memories. <laughs> well, that's because it's traumatic. Traumatic for you. You probably walked in when your brothers were being conceived. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this conversation anymore. <laughs> uh, did you know blind people can see in their dreams? I mean. Okay, here's my question though. How did like, it's is it like you they were blind they weren't blind and they went blind and then they can now have a dream or is it like you were blind your whole life and they can still have dreams vivid dreams? Um, well, I have no idea because it literally that's all it says. So I don't know. Sure, it's factual. Do we have any blind friends out here in chat? You know, hey, yeah. If you if you can see this, let us know. <laughs> If you can hear this on our podcast and you're blind, you just have someone write in for us. We have questions. Okay, so this is kind of the slurspiracy side of it, right? Right. So some dreams. So cheers. Some... To... Wait, 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 wait. Cheers to the slurspiracy side. Uh, cheers, 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 cheers. I can't so get the... over how good this is. I'm telling you, you need to get it. The American vodka. It's so good. It mixes well with everything. Um. So I I didn't um, expect us to talk about this, so I'm going to prepare myself real quick. But some dreams, some people believe dreams can predict the future. So they're saying there isn't enough evidence to support it. But let's be honest, right? Like Nostradamus kind of dreaming and predicting the future? Or... Well, I would imagine most, um, like, for example, either the guy from this that writes The Simpsons is a oh, fucking yeah. fortune teller or he's had dreams about an episode, right? Right. And then it correlates to that episode based on his dreams that he's had. Um, is there anyone relevant to now that says they like can predict the future based on their dreams, or is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, I know there was medians and stuff back in the eighties that said like, oh, they have dreams and they can predict the future, but like, I feel like all of those predictions weren't like even close to accurate or ever came true. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're they're saying uh, Chinese people. I mean, even even people in um, China they they have books. Same with Italy. Italy has a um, a book that you can get about the dream that you had to uh, predict uh, lottery numbers. Really, and I only know that because James May. We all know who James May is, right? Uh, he did uh, James May in Italy on Amazon. Phenomenal series. Loved it. Um, for example, Chinese dream number interpretation guide. So A, uh, a car crash is the number 24. Um, <laughs> dreaming about animals is a six. Ants is 66. If you have a dream about being cheated on by your partner, it's a 21. 21? 21. Uh, Boy, you stupid. But so does uh, being sexual in public. So China, look, <laughs> that's also 21. Chill. Chill, China. Here, here's the thing with dreams and guessing lottery numbers. I still don't think it works because like the man who just won the, the lottery recently, like $1.3 billion, right. From Maine, he just went and got it printed out from the computer. You have more luck having it printed off from the machine or a higher chance than just guessing the numbers. Yeah. I mean, you see what I mean? Like, I don't know when it comes to, when to, to lottery, you have a better chance of saying like, print me the numbers. Give me what you got. I don't. I, I I personally don't think so. I think I think if the system's rigged, it'll print the winning numbers will be anything other than what was randomly given to you. 
think however well, majority of the people that win are random prints uh, however i've also heard the most the universe will speak to you in the sense of like sometimes you'll go get a lottery ticket and they print off the wrong lottery ticket and you're like oh i didn't want that one that's when you say okay i'm gonna take that one right because it's not meant for you that's the universe speaking to you and the people that have done that they win a lot of the times that's what you hear in the news like um like oh i'll take a pack of smokes um a number five number six and a random and they give you a different rando and you're like oh i don't want this and he looks at you and he's like you'll you'll take this no the best one ever was there's a there was an interview it was a man in australia who won from a scratch off like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars well the local news station uh brought him in and did a piece on it on the gas station you know there wherever it was in podunk australia and there for an interpretation he went up and bought another lottery ticket and showed what he did, Kate, where he went, walked outside, scratched off, won another $250,000. He won Man. half a million dollars just from scratch-offs at one gas station. Good for that gas station. They made a little bit of money off of that, too. Right. With that news coverage, people were probably going in there left and right. I mean, again, that's a, it's all luck, though. Like the, You're not going to get that at, at the same gas station going every single place every single time. Like You'll be consistent, but... I don't think you'll have the high a higher probability of winning. Called astral projection. As far as uh, astral projection, the phenomenon was featured in 2002 blockbuster blockbuster Doctor Strange and the sequel Doctor Strange of the Multiverse. Um, so basically, you can go ahead and have an out of body experience at some point and uh, have a sensation of consciousness consciousness spirit or astral body leaving your physical body uh and some people can go ahead and actually have uh predictions of the future from it usually um, it involves dmt though uh well you can <laughs> you can do it under deep meditation or under hypnosis as well really see now i say i don't i don't believe hypnosis you know why because when i was younger i went to a hypnosis therapy thing because they thought that they could just hypnotize me and it'll fix my ADHD and my dyslexia. Find that hilarious now. But regardless, I don't think it I think it's bullshit. I don't think it works because I went in there and I would just fucking like sit there and listen to him and he'd be like saying the words over and over to try to put me in a trance to sleep and I could never could never sleep. I just pretend to sleep at that point. Yeah, if anything they amplified what you know they said they were gonna fix. Right uh so (laughs) yes squirrel john crow in his paper taming the uh astral body the theo oh fuck words man words cheers 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 cheers. every time i fuck up a word we'll go ahead and drink uh the theosophical again (laughs) (laughs) all over again Society was founded in New York in 1875 by Helena uh, Boltvosky. According to the Susan Blackmore in Psychological Today, she claimed to have traveled the world, studied the Tibetan gurus, contacted the dead, and learned to reach higher planes with Hindus and Buddhists. Um, but do you uh, think that works, though? Because like, there's that whole thing with the Buddhists out there that they can reach these new planes by just sitting there in meditation. There's even one that says that he's still in meditation, he's dead, but like his body's so preserved because of him finding nirvana. And it's like, I mean, I don't, it's far I stretched. Have, I have had 
astral projections in the sense of when I'm going to bed and usually when I like have a gummy, um, I'll lay there in bed and I'll focus on nothing. The idea is to completely wipe away my mind and all I am is I'm focused on the here and now and I do have that feeling of my body will sink into the bed and I can look at myself um, and around the, the room, which you've talked about that before. You mm-hmm. you, can, you have yeah. your third eye my, or whatever the mind's eye. Yeah, I, I've had one of those where I'm laying there. I'm asleep, but I can I have full a view of what's going on around me, even though I'm I'm completely out. Um, and right. I and I do have that. However, the moment I start thinking about it, the moment I start thinking about what's going on, it stops. So I'm, I'm basically living in the here and now asleep. And I think that's a form of astral projection. Um, now, I also can do it completely sober. I'll just lay in bed and I'll focus on my chest, just the, the breathing up and down. And I'll feel the blood pulsing through like my knees, my arms. And I can feel like the, like basically. So my, you know? it's funny that you say it because there's a, a, a room it's like the world's quietest room, and people go there sometimes to meditate and everything else as well, but they can't stay in there very long because it's so quiet that eventually you can hear your own heartbeat. Like, not to feel it. Like, all of us can, like, sit there and focus and feel it, but, like, they say it's so quiet that you can actually hear your heartbeat and the blood rushing through your body, that it's that quiet in the room. And it's like, that'd be kind of creepy. I'd probably put you into some type of a trance as well. If you would lay down in there and you're just listening to your heart, over and over and you're perfectly still awake and you're deep focusing on your breathing i can see you just all of a sudden you know projecting <laughs> is that what it's called astral projecting it's like you're coming i'm ascending yeah um, that's that that yeah astral coming astral coming ass coming uh it's a different form uh so yeah it's the new also, donut uh stop that's <laughs> so there's this thing called the uh fuck get ready to drink the hypnogic jerk uh a hypnic jerk um, or sleep starts it's a sudden brief or strong contraction of the body or segment of your body that happens as you're falling asleep so like your leg will kick up i've had one where i've accidentally punched uh you know lauren um well it wasn't like a punch. <laughs> it like usually when i sleep i'm i'm starfished is probably the best way of putting it and i've had it where my like elbow locks up and i i just <laughs> fucking jabbed her in the face i've had one of those yeah you okay son of a bitch mine's kicking mine's my legs um uh, i get that <laughs> i can just imagine little poor tiny lord who also domed her just domed her oh uh, poor lauren I actually I enjoy those, um, and when I and that's another thing when I'm sleeping or, or I'm trying to astral project. This sounds so fucking stupid when you say it out loud. When you're actually trying to do it, you one of the ways that I do it is I focus on where I can feel a muscle spasm, and for some reason I focus in on that. And again, you're just being one with your body and thinking about it, not thinking right. about it, but feeling your body. And then all of a sudden it snaps and your leg kicks. I've had those, uh, you know, the, those jerks and you're like, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, that happened. It's sort of like when it happens though, and you're, that was the intent. It's pretty cool. It's fucking weird that I'm saying that out loud, but it's pretty cool. It's interesting. I mean, I've had, um, where I've woken up 
and I, I can't like my legs doing like that cramping, like the muscles are moving, but I'm not having the cramping pain. I can just feel like the divot in my thigh almost like, you know, it'll just fucking up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, and I've had that wake me up before. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And it's like your whole body is like, like you said, you're going through a refresh state and it's fixing everything. So sometimes I've woke myself up during, I guess, the uh, the oil, the oil change, the the, the redo, the, the refresh. Wait, the refresh, like uh, the sneeze refresh button, just like ah, refreshed. You're good. You slept. You, you've gotten your health back in order. Your body's so, ready to take on the day. They're saying, though, that and this would make sense why I am so able to hop into it is back in the back in the day, like two weeks ago, I worked out every single day at in the afternoon. Typically, it was before I went to bed, right? And apparently it happens a lot. If you exercise has a lasting effect on how well you sleep, but when you work out and how intense you work out can determine whether or not you get a good night of sleep or bad night sleep. Now, I've never had a bad night of sleep from working out in the afternoon, but it says sure that have. intense exercise increases your energy levels and performing them right before bed can make it more difficult for your body to slow down and relax. But if you're able to slow down, you can focus on uh, these these jerks essentially um, because it's, your muscle fibers are still twitching. You've never like you take like pre workout and stuff before you work out, right? Not anymore. I stopped taking it. See, that's when I had a bad workout because I would take pre workout and work out at night, and the next thing you know, I couldn't fall asleep until three four a.m. and I was getting up at five six. Like I was killing myself. And that shit was rough. So I had to stop taking pre-workout. Completely kills the mood. Absolutely kills the mood when you're ready to, like, you're finally ready to get that pump in. Now you have to, like, work up to that. And it, it's rough. Have you, are you still on your uh, nicotine? I am. I am on my nicotine still. But I stopped dipping and smoking. No tobacco. I went back to no pouches. I'm on three milligrams uh, nicotine uh, vape. Pet, like the, the your own cartridges or whatever, not the disposable ones, but like the mate fill your own. Uh, it says that stimulants make you uh, more alert and attentive to each uh, to every sound or movement, and that may be coveted in deep sleep, uh, being difficult to reach. This also may lead to those hypnic jerks that we were talking about, uh, which would make sense for me because I have no problem drinking caffeine and falling asleep. I could have six cups of coffee and then pass out after the seventh, be fine. See, I, I couldn't do that. I can't. I no, no, that's not happening. I don't know how people do that with caffeine. Like, I work with a gentleman, right? His name's Jay. Hell of a guy. The, you know how, the, have you seen the monster uh, coffee energies? Like, the two double shots are like 600 milligrams of caffeine, right? Yeah, and 70 yeah. grams of sugar. Exactly. He has three of those by the time he walks in the door. And then the man proceeds to drink a cup of, a whole, not a cup, a whole pot of coffee. So I sat down with him and I calculated it out. This man, in like over a two-week span, every single day, consumed 2,000 milligrams of caffeine. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? And he's each like, that's day. fine. Each day. I was like, sir, you realize that can kill you? And he's like, what? And I showed him, like, yo, this is where... Like the, 600 the, the, yeah, a day like 600 max. to 1,000 is a max. And I was like, dude, you're, you're well pushing that. Like, you need to cut back. I definitely... So when I was... When I was working out so i guess every year and a half straight i was probably consuming close to 1500 milligrams a day right. of caffeine and i've cut it back right now i'm about the four to six hundred mark um now i'm i'm probably i'm under 600 a day like i'll have these 
I go to Publix and I'll get these little water packets that are like five calories and I'll add them to my water each day and I'll have two of those right. a day. And then I'll probably have two cups of coffee. But do you think this, back to the dreaming stuff, do you think having these caffeines and these stimulants at all affect your dreams then? I don't remember my dreams if I have them. That's the thing. Like I haven't, I haven't had a dream I've remembered in probably five, six years. Really? Yeah. I, I think, I think it, a lot of it has to do with stress and comfortability for some reason. Like I, I love living in Florida. I love the new house, but I've had so much change in my day to day life every single day. I feel like I can't get comfortable and dial it down where I can get to that point of, having a good dream um right like i haven't even had a sheet sneeze in six years well i mean i haven't had one of those in a long 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 time i mean i've had you know you woke up with morning wood that's normal but like no a, a sneeze like i've you have to like physically starve yourself or what, what is it, what you call it? edge yourself for so long before i'd feel like i'd even come close to like waking up with a wet wet dream no not had that since i was like a teenager dude yeah, but you also got to think, like, I'm sure it goes to draining the main vein every right. day. Probably makes it so you're not backed up and about to, you know? Exactly. It's healthy, you know? <laughs> I saw this, where we, I mean, it's probably a lie. It was like a TikTok, and it said that if you masturbate, you're like, you're, your life expectancy increases by 20%. And this one dude's like, I will live forever! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, back to these jerks. The hip neck jerks are they're not dangerous and don't require medical attention. Mainly, they're just annoying and prevent you from falling asleep. But there are some ooh, sorry uh, exceptions. Talk with your doctor if you experience any of the following in addition to hypnic jerks. Multiple jerks throughout the day. Paul, myself, we, we've... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, no. What, what are you saying? You, know, you have multiple jerks throughout the day, Paul? Hypnic jerks? <laughs> sure. Uh... Other jerking or twitching movements during sleep. <laughs> Feelings of <laughs> fuck up. I love how these coalesce. <laughs> Feelings of confusion when you wake up. I don't know why this should stick into my dick. Um, tal- Superman now. <laughs> <laughs> Just planking on doing a cock push up. Uh, ton of mouth biting while you sleep. Injury caused by hypnic jerks. Wetting the bed. I mean, I've done the like biting the cheek or your lip or your tongue before, but it's not okay. like consistently all the time, like once in a while. If you're spooning, yeah, let that yawn. Me? You let that yawn out. If you're spooning somebody, do you twitch before you fall asleep? <laughs> um, no, not like twist uh, or not like thrust twitch, but I'm talking like just uh, you like, like snuggle in a little bit, like, you know. Like your hand will do that quick twitch or your leg or your, like your shoulder. Maybe, yeah. Just to get in that comfortable position. No, I, for the longest, I'd say probably the first two years of Lauren and I uh, being together. But I would just twitch like crazy before I fall asleep. But it was a sign that I was like borderline asleep. And I think that's these jerks they're talking about. At that Did she time, ever though, like wake up and she's like, are you good? Like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm she, fine. She woke me up almost every single night. Like, are you okay? Like, you, you, you're shaking. Like, are you have seizures thought what you have that much shaking going on what damn that was, brother that was back in the day i think it was excitement oh that's kind of cute you and your relationship you shake while you cuddle were you big spoon or little spoon 
Uh, I like being the little spoon. I knew it. Everyone does. Every guy. I don't care what a woman says. She's like, oh, that, that, I like being the little spoon. No, every man wants to be held. He'll, he'll be the little spoon. I promise you, you, he'll be okay with it. No, mine is fully selfish reasons. What's your selfish reason? Motherfucker, every time you spoon a girl, your shoulder goes sour. You can't lie to me. Your arm will go numb. It's One true. of them. If you're the little spoon, you can be in whatever fucking position you want to be, and they can adjust around you. Completely selfish reasons. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I think every guy likes to be a little spoon. It is what it is. I, I am proud to say it. I, I like the little spoon. I'll be the big spoon. Don't get me wrong. Like I'll, I'll yeah. snuck for a minute. But eventually, I always fall asleep on my left side, and that's away from like on my bedside like so it's like if anyone ever sleeps there like sorry i'm turning away from you it's not because i don't you know i don't care but i'm I'm sleeping on my left side regardless have you ever had a dream about a snake i mean i have snakes but i have never had a dream about a snake no not to think about it hmm. no never had a dream about a snake i've had one of i remember i was having a nightmare because you remember the movie signs the aliens Yes. Mel Mel Gibson or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had like a nightmare about aliens, like being on the back porch or patio or whatever, like looking in. And I remember my mom going like, "You, if you think about something you like or something soft and sweet, then it will like change your dream. And I remember thinking like I, I was in the middle of the dream and it went from aliens to like bunny rabbits <laughs> instantaneously. Because like, I got to get out of this dream. What else is there? I was like, feel the bunny rabbits. That's what you would call a lucid dream. You knew you were dreaming, right? Yeah, I knew I was dreaming. So that's so about lucid dreaming before we call it. Uh, there are a few ways to tell if you're dreaming. One is to ask yourself if you're dreaming. If the answer is yes, then you're lucid dreaming. Another way is to look for dream signs, things that only happen in dreams and not in reality. So you, you saw aliens and you're like, those can't be fucking real. Don't know what to tell you. Uh, Think of something way, that's better and softer and not as scary. Uh, the final way is to determine whether or not your dreaming is by the level of creativity of your dream. To have a lucid dream, you must uh, your dream must be vivid, clear, and lifelike. Lucid dreaming, for the most part, is an uncommon experience. Out of all the people who dream at night, only a fraction of those will have a lucid dream during that time. There are different ways to increase your chances of having a lucid dream, but even with effort, it's difficult to achieve it. Um, really? There has been research done on it. Um, uh, studies have found uh, that people, physical differences in the brains of people who do and do not have, I don't know, that sentence is Words. obviously written or, I'm drunk, one of those two. Uh, it's related to a specific brainwave state that falls between being fully awake and being asleep. It's an in-between state, so you're able to just control it. So and you're I've, not yet into your deep REM cycle but so you're like still conscious a little bit of knowing what's going on or realizing that this that that you are dreaming yeah and when my flying dreams i i know i'm dreaming i'm like okay this obviously isn't real but i can fully control where i want to go what i want to do like i can i was also able to bounce in between dreams which is weird to say like other dreams i've had when i was a kid i had this dream about a super soaker and i'm not talking about peeing the bed i'm talking like a really cool water gun and then I was able to basically bounce, if you put it in the term of flying, between different dreams that I've had in my past. Really? And I, was, I was able to just fly through them. And it was, I, I, was, I used to have that dream once a week. Choke the chicken, mix the batch, di- distribute some free literature. Yeah, letter Kenny. Feed the ducks. 
but uh, no. So with the dreams, so I'm taking a drink. Oh, like, you can use it to better your motor skills. 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 Drink. 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 <laughs> That's better motor skills in the real world. Lucid dreaming, which is where you're aware of dreaming, anyways, offer a lot of benefits. One is reducing anxiety in walking world. Lucid dreams can also prevent or provide some relief from reoccurring nightmares and PTSD related nightmares. Uh, it's also good for creativity. And I, I can agree with that one. I am very creative after a lucid dream. I think I might try to lucid dream tonight. I know how to get to it. I just, I haven't done it in a long time. Try it. We can talk about it on the next podcast. See if you reach this level of Narnia, I guess. What or if I just... Nirvana. Sorry, not Narnia. What was? <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe it, Paul. There is a fucking half man, half man, and a fucking giant I, lion. I walked through a closet, and then I got locked in the closet. Like, Connor, there's something you need to tell us. There's this bitch in all white. It was cold as fuck. Next thing you know, she gave me some of these. What the fuck was it? Crumpets? I it don't like know. A, there was a polar bear. Figgy pudding? It was some shit. It was like a jelly. Figgy pudding. I don't know. What, the fuck what is this, Christmas? I mean, it is a Christmas. Wait, is Chronicles of Narnia is a Christmas movie, right? I mean, it's winter. I wouldn't call it a Christmas movie. Nah, it's a fucking Christmas movie. Sure, whatever. I guess heart, Die Hard is too, so I mean, anything can be a Christmas movie now. Bruce Willis said it isn't a Christmas movie. Yeah, but everyone else says it's a Christmas movie. And I think Bruce Willis said it was a Christmas movie, not that it wasn't. Uh, no, he said it wasn't. He came out on Twitter and said that. I'm calling lies on that. That's I'm calling bullshit. Um, bluff, okay. bluff has been called. There's no way. Anyways, I didn't really have some conspiracy about it. Closest thing to a source conspiracy tonight guys is me fucking stumbling over my words and getting more trashed every time i do um that and wondering if betty white creamed her panties over bar- i hate you, or bar- you gotta bush. bring that back over again <laughs> oh, well i guess with that guys we want to say thank you uh to all our listeners we're constantly growing again we're getting back to where we want the numbers we want like comment subscribe share tell everyone about us we love this we love you and we do this because of you. So we love all the feedback. And if you want to reach out to us, please do on all of our social media platforms. And with that all being said, guys, I love you. Have a great night, day, Peace. whenever you're listening. Peace. Peace.